CNN says it's finally had enough of, well, Jeffrey Lord's antics and has released him from his contract being a commentator on the network. Meanwhile, hearing loss has been reported by many U.S. diplomats in Cuba, and the blame is a covert device that is employed by the Cubans and maybe a third nation that is spying on the American diplomats. Plus, Taylor Swift hits the stand and gets a little emotional and gets a little saucy in her description of her case about groping, or her case being groped, by a former DJ. That and other great stories we had all day long and chat about yesterday. So let's tell you about them today. This is the Daily Recap Podcast from ThisIsAConversation.com for August the 11th, 2017. And welcome to the podcast. My name is Jay Cleveland Payne. I'm your host for this podcast, the Daily Recap Podcast from ThisIsAConversation.com. Every single day, Monday through Friday, we recap the days, or on Monday's cases, the days, literally the one, two, three, Thursday, Friday, Saturday days of news and news stories that we put out on our social media feeds for you to interact with, react with, act with, if you will. That lets us know which stories are the top stories to really talk about and which ones we probably should have not jumped in the way to throw out there. Now, this is our way of bypassing some of the breaking news that tends to be the same story over and over again for days at a time that gets stuck on the mainstream media and the cable news show. So if you watch a cable news show, you'll notice they're still talking about the same thing for ad nauseum for a few days. This week, it's the North Korea verbal gaffe that may actually set off a nuclear war with Donald Trump and Kim Jong-il and the likes between them. So to get around that, we're talking about some other stories, some more important than others, some just silly enough to just catch your attention here inside of this podcast and all day in our social media feeds. TH underscore conversation is how you find us on Twitter. This is a conversation where you find us on Facebook and our main website where you can find all about us is at thisistheconversation.com. Stop by the website for a chance to sign up for the survey panel. That is a survey panel. It's a panel that sends you surveys to get you paid for your opinions. Very simple. Check it out at thisistheconversation.com slash survey panel. Now on to the stories for today. Starting off with uh, Canada, who has confirmed the release of Pastor Hyun Su Lim, free, he, he was freed, um, hard to read that, sorry about that, from North Korea yesterday. Now, he was freed supposedly on uh, health reasons, which is why they've been releasing people lately. Of course, the last time this happened, they released somebody who was in a coma. This time, they're releasing someone who was much more healthy, although his health was essentially not that well when he was captured in North Korea for whatever trumped-up charges they have. But the Canadian pastor, his name uh, is Hyun Soo Lim, has been freed from North Korea. Canada has announced this is official. He should be home by the time you're hearing this broadcast and hopefully checked out and doing much better than the last person, uh, which was a tragedy released from North Korea. Facebook is doing its thing to keep your attention on them all day long by launching TV. While it's not technically TV, and you can, of course, already cast your Facebook things to your TV, what it's launching is its own private streaming channels for a way for you to put in your live views or your shows, if you will, in the Facebook platform. So people inside of Facebook can find interesting 
and a relevant content for them to watch while inside of Facebook. One person who is interesting and probably really relevant for you is Mike Rowe, of course, formerly of Dirty Jobs, who is going to do some new content for Facebook exclusively, and that's going to be their way of getting you to stay watching Facebook and inside of the app much, much longer. And, of course, sell more stuff to you and sell more of you to the people they sell stuff to. Now, this is going to take a couple weeks for everyone in the States to get it and, of course, around the world. You don't just drop things like this on everyone. So the rollout plan, because Mark Zuckerberg doesn't talk to me, has not been disclosed. But over the next couple of weeks, you'll start to see the applications for Facebook Watch, which has allowed you to watch TV or TV-like stuff in Facebook. There are no licensing deals, so you won't watch anything that's actual live stuff. Although they do have some deals with some uh, sports teams, so a good chance to watch some sporting events while inside of your Facebook browser or inside your Facebook app. But as far as network TV and big things like that and Netflix, nothing all that spectacular yet until it turns out to be it's a big deal, and then you'll see more people producing more things with better production values inside of Facebook and becomes yet another channel in the splintered world of splintered channels. If you thought cable was bad with splinter channels, wait till you get all the streaming services if everyone does come out with their own thing relatively soon. Last night, CNN severed its ties with Jeffrey Lord rather abruptly, essentially cutting his ties in the middle of the afternoon after someone sent him a discouraging word via Twitter. And it wasn't necessarily anything that was bad or out of the ordinary. People like Jeffrey Lord and people on both sides of the aisle get plenty of grief from both sides of the aisle uh, in commentary, especially on something like Twitter, where it's one, mostly anonymous, and two, pretty quick and easy to send off a message. The problem was Jeffrey Lord sent a reply to one respondent with a uh, Sieg Heil, the old Hitler uh, Nazi salute that most people tend not to do. Uh, it wasn't exactly the brightest thing to do, and as I had in commentary on my personal Facebook page, I'm always amazed at very smart people, even if you don't agree with them, that do very stupid things. This thing was not smart at all, and why he did it, I don't know, and I'm always surprised, although I shouldn't be surprised, but I always am when someone who should be smarter than they should be does something dumber than they should have. And this is one thing that got him fired. I'm sure he will find himself doing fairly well. He may join the fake Trump news thing on Facebook as well, too. Uh, but um, this thing from last night and his stupid reply tweet, I guess done in a quick sense of a jokingness, maybe even anger, uh, fairly got him lost the loss of some real political juice and some real uh, just, just general consent for being a human being in doing something so stupid. The investors, or an investor particularly called Benchmark Capital, has sued Uber and sued the ex-CEO specifically, uh, Travis Connick, because he says he was duped. He sued him for fraud. He's saying that they, the Benchmark Capital people, I say he because corporations are people, but Benchmark Capital, the main investors behind Benchmark Capital are saying that they were duped by Travis Kalanalik uh, into thinking that Uber was an up-and-coming, rising place to work and rising tech company when actually there was too many things going on behind the scenes. Number one, all the sexual harassment things going on inside a company internally. And another big thing was the collusion or the seemingly sense of collusion uh, to steal away Google technology and Google secrets to use in their own work for their own stuff. They're, they supposedly 
got the guy to work for Google's technology for self-driving cars into Uber to build their own fleet, and the route was not exactly the most ethical way to get that. Of course, all the issues going on with Uber, if this goes through, essentially what was going to happen is uh, Canalic will be officially taken off of Uber totally, uh, relieved of not only all all duties, but essentially taken off the board, not allowed to deal with Uber at all. That's what he's suing for, and uh, he will allow, he being benchmark capital, will allow the company to do the best it can to gain back its investment, uh, but cannot do it without Travis at the helm. Chelsea Manning is uh, still in your grill, and this month, or next month specifically, she will be featured as the ma- in the magazine for uh, Vogue magazine. You'll see more of Chelsea Manning, not that much more, we're not going that deep, but uh, you'll see a bit and talk to a bit and hear more a bit of Chelsea Manning and her trials and tribulations coming up in a few days. I, I guess pre- probably on the shelves right now is the September issue. Uh, what you'll see, what you'll hear about is essentially uh, her transition from a man to a woman, her dealings coming out of the military, actually being um, arrested for treason, and all the things that come out. So if you're really into the story of Chelsea Manning, you'll get really into it coming up in the next month's issue of Vogue magazine. There was an attack called a sonic attack. This thing's been been reported for a few days, but we got more details on what's happening. Many people in the U.S. diplomatic corps and some people in the Canadian corps as well, now that now now that they have new diplomatic relations with Cuba and embassies in Cuba, have been complaining about hearing loss and other just weird illnesses. And the corp the corporate culprit culprit in this the thing that caused it I can say that is a covert device that um, they were using, they being the Cubans and maybe some other government, to eavesdrop in on the conversations of the Americans and some of the Canadians outside of homes, outside of businesses, that essentially shot out you know, sonic waves. And those sonic waves essentially killed the hearing temporarily, it seems like, of various people. Those people, after returning back to the States and getting some treatment, are having their lives come back to normal. Uh, But this is going to be another weird step in the Cuban-American relations, even though the current president would like there to be no Cuban-American relations. We'll see where it goes with this thing here. Consumer Reports finds that the Microsoft Surface, although it is a pretty nifty device, when they break, they break. They have an extremely high failure rate in from reliability so when something goes wrong with your surface you basically have to replace it it's hard to fix it and because surface devices are small pcs and they are extremely expensive by comparison to cheap laptops they are very expensive to replace in that sense as well adam west will don the cape of batman one more time posthumously as he will play batman in an animated movie called Batman vs. Two-Face. Now, we talked about this earlier. He and Burt Ward actually both recorded parts for the animated series, and all his parts were completely done. There was a teaser that came out a few months ago. We talked about that. Uh, the part of Two-Face will be played by William Shatner, and I'm not sure if everything is put together, but the first trailers are coming out. The first announcements of the actual movie are being set that stars Batman, Robin, Catwoman, and Two-Face as characters in this movie. Of course, Batman or Adam West dying a few weeks ago. And of course, the world's still kind of in mourning for that. But you get one more shot of what people believe is the most popular Batman 
even if he wasn't quite the most sexy, although some people think he was pretty sexy too, uh, coming back to life in animated form, taking on the cow and taking on the role one more time, posthumously, because his parts are done, mixed around his longtime sidekick, Burke Ward, as Robin and William Shatner as the voice of Two-Face, Harvey Dent and Two-Face there in the upcoming video. And guess who went to trial yesterday? Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift testified on her groping trial against the ex-DJ who is, of course, suing for $3 million for losing his job and livelihood and a bunch of stuff. Uh, Taylor actually only suing for $1, which is just enough to make sure he's held accountable for the $1. He just has to pay a dollar. That's it. Now, she gave some pretty um, pretty gruesome testimony, if you want to say that. She basically said that um, even though the picture looked awkward is the way the ex-DJ explained it, and his and her mom said the whole situation was kind of painful, she said no. She He basically reached up under her, her clothes and grabbed a hold and held on for quite some time. There was no slight bump. There was no misconception. He decided he was going for it, and he went for it. Uh, it is totally, truly a he said, she said issue. And all we have is a really weird looking picture as the physical evidence. We will see how this thing plays out and whether Taylor owes the dude a $3 million or if the dude owes Taylor just a buck. And those are the stories, a big chunk of the stories we talked about all day yesterday on our Thursday inside of the world and inside of the feeds inside of, a lot of inside of today, the conversation. And we're glad you're along with us to be a part of everything we have going on. You can simply follow us on your Facebook or your Twitter and react to the stories as they come down in your feed. We are at TH underscore conversation for Twitter. And this is the conversation where you find us for Facebook. And our main website is thisistheconversation.com. Make sure you share what you're seeing with other folks so we can get more people in the conversations. Share it with friends, enemies, and random strangers if you find a few who are willing to take you up on this great thing here. We want more great conversationalists in the conversation. Check out my main website, Jay Cleveland Payne, for other great things that I could be doing out there. You'll never know until you check it out. And, of course, thank you for being a part of everything going on here. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss another one. Rate and review so other people can see how cool it is. And be ready for tomorrow where we will have for you the top 10 plus then we'll have the top 10 stories in the weekly wrap-up podcast on your Saturday morning and other great things inside of that big podcast as well. And we might actually find a little time to scratch out a bit of a commentary. I wrote a short commentary for some other things I work on, and I think I may be able to convert that into something that will be interesting on Sunday. So we'll have Sunday commentary. Maybe. We'll see. In the meantime, we'll have a weekly wrap-up podcast on Saturday. And on Monday, we'll be back to wrap up the dailies for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So be with us for both those times and join us just whenever you can on the feeds inside of this conversation.com. 